0: Hello, this is Rabbi Ethan Linden, still in New Orleans and still in Masechet Eruvin. Today our daf is Lamed Bet, page 32, and the topic of discussion on today's daf is trust. It's a question of who we can trust and in what circumstances. And it begins with a conversation that started on yesterday's DAF about the question of whether or not an agent, a Shaliach, will do the job that we have asked them to do and at the bottom of page uh, 31b from yesterday we get a position from Rav Nachman that b'shel Torah chazaka shlichuto, b'shel sofrim, chazaka shlichuto, that in matters having to do with uh, Torah that is in Deoraita issues, matters that come directly from Torah, we cannot make the assumption that our wishes are being carried out by our agent. But in matters having to do with uh, rabbinic enactments, Rav Nachman says, then we can trust. Then we can trust. It's okay to say, okay, uh, I think our agent has done the job in that case. But Rav Sheishet, at the top now of Daf, uh, Lamed Bet, disagrees. Rav Sheishet says, no, That... In both matters of De'oraita and De'Rabbanon, in matters that are from Torah or matters that are from uh, the rabbis, in both cases we can assume that our wishes are being carried out. We don't need to watch our agents do the job we've assigned them because we can assume they've done them. So it's a question of who you can trust and when. And then the Gemara allows each of the sages to try to prove their point. Rav Sheishet has a very good example. Rav Sheshet says, take the case of Omer. So it, with Omer, there is a de- of right prohibition, a Torah prohibition against eating new produce until the Omer has been offered. We need to make sure the Omer is offered before we can partake of new produce from the land. And according to the Halakha, once midday, on the day that the Omer is supposed to have been offered, arrives, we can assume that the Omer has been offered, and we can begin to eat our new produce. And so, Rav Sheshit says, doesn't it make sense that we are assuming, in a matter having to do with Torah law, which is the, the not eating of new produce, in that matter, we are assuming that the priests in Jerusalem are taking care of business. They are our agents in offering the Omer, and they have offered it appropriately. So it makes sense, therefore, that we should trust agents when it comes to matters of uh, Torah. But Rav Nachman comes back and says, no, no, no. That is a different case. That is a different case because we know that in a situation like that, the Beidin would never be lazy. It would never tarry in doing the right thing. So we really can't use that as our case. And they go back and forth on this issue, and they try to determine whether or not an agent can be trusted. So, Rav Sheshit comes back with a different idea. Well, how about a woman who is required under Torah law to give uh, certain types of offerings? and if she doesn't give these offerings she is uh, ritually impure even if she goes to the mikveh so she puts her money in this collecting box which is actually uh, called a, a shofar partly because at least according to uh, to the mishnah in Shikalim, that it was sort of shaped like a horn so you 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 give the priests the money in this box, and then she is allowed to assume that the priests have taken that money and done the offering. And therefore, once again, according to Rav Sheshet, here we have a situation where there's a Torahidic law, a Doraita prohibition, that she would be considered ritually impure unless these offerings have been given, but she is allowed to assume that they have in fact been given. So Rav Nachman comes and says, much like he said regarding the case of Omer, no, this is not a normal sort of agent. This is not a normal shaliach. This is a group of priests who feel it is their role to make certain that all of the proper offerings are given. So in a case like that, where somebody is tasked specifically with this role, and this is not just an occasional agent who occasionally does things for you, but the job of the priests is to make certain that all of the appropriate offerings have been given on the day before it ends. In that case, we can trust them. But an occasional agent, an ordinary shaliach, no, we simply cannot assume that they will do the job we've asked them to do. And then the Gemara gets into a a slightly more complicated question of tithing and whether or not when we pick fruit from a tree, we have to assume or do not have to assume that the owner of the tree has already given the appropriate tithes. And of course, this matters because the question is, once we've picked the fruit, can we eat it? Or do we have to offer tithes if we're trying to make from this fruit what is considered a full meal, a normal meal, as opposed to uh, an irregular meal, a meal that is, is more sort of uh, the fly-by-night. And the debate here is, again, whether or not we can assume that the owner of the fruit trees, who in this case would be our shaliach for offering the proper tithes, has done the job or not. And in the end... We don't exactly come to an answer on this stuff. But, of course, the question is fascinating. Rav Nachman, it seems, is concerned because given the seriousness of Torahidic prohibitions and Torah law, it would be foolhardy in his mind to trust somebody, somebody who, while perhaps well-intentioned, is not an expert, whose job is not necessarily to always do what we need them to do, like a priest might be, that we really shouldn't trust a person like that to do our job that we've asked them to do when it comes to Torah law. Whereas Rav Sheishet, Rav Sheishet is more trusting. He thinks, you know, when you ask somebody to do something and they know it's important to you, they will carry it out. They will complete the mission. And in the end, the debate between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheishet while it is related to ritual and related to Jewish law, is a question that we must ask ourselves in many occasions. Do the people around us who we ask to do things fulfill those roles or not? And do they fulfill those roles more carefully if they assume that those things are very important to us? Or... Is it the case that regardless of whether or not we think the thing is important, the agent, him or herself, does exactly the job that he or she set out to do, whether well or not well, irregardless of our interest in having it done correctly? That's not a question that the Gemara answers in this stuff, and it's not a question that we can ever answer to our satisfaction, but deep within this page is a concern that when we ask our fellow to do something for us, we can't really trust that they're going to get it done. And some of us, I think, go through life as Rav Nachman, and others go through life as Rav Sheshet. And I would argue that if we go through life as Rav Nachman, we're probably less apt to be disappointed, but more lonely. And if we go through life as Rav Sheshet, we are certainly going to find ourselves disappointed by our fellow men and women, but we will find, at times, that our assumption that they will do what we ask to be correct, and those times will be happy ones. Thank you, and we'll talk tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Doff Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros, from the Epic Chorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.